I just crossed out the bit where it says recording at the top of my screen. I thought that stopped it, but clearly didn't it? Well, that's that's also going to save, so I'm going to cut that into the start of this episode, Sean. So it's going to show you panicking about recording. Never know. Uh, it wasn't a panic, it's just a fucking idiot that. trying to work a record button. You think if you it. actually work with a computer every day, Sean, you've got confused with the most simplest bit of technology. I know, but I don't use Skype unless I'm on you. Hell, you should cut that first bit in at the end as like a little bonus bit for the folks that stay till the end. You can hear Sean losing his shit. <laughs> I, I just find it, I find it funny, guys, that we've done hundreds of episodes of this now and I've just worked out that someone else can hit the record button. It's not just me. But no, then, we've, done, we've done episodes without Kyle Tay where we've been able to record it. So. <laughs> I remember I, the first I, time. Right. Remember the first time we've had to do it and then we were all kind of like, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to... What this technology like? All you need to do is actually press one button. <laughs> I think I'm sure, they, I'm sure I the think, time you've the first time you missed it, Kel, as well. That um, I, I was in charge of pressing the button and I went, <laughs> Sorry, I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. Gun, you fucking moron. I stop like Batman because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Whoa! Up here, you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! Hey, moron! <laughs> we went back, but obviously, when you do it, we never really think about this. But we went back after. I was like, I'll make sure it's saved, and it doesn't save for about thirty seconds to a minute. And I was like. Well, maybe I've not done it right. We missed all that. I said no that we're doing the podcast on a Tuesday, just so that we can cram Kyle into it. Hit record button, basically. That's uh, it. That's that's all for <laughs> guys. Is the record button, and sometimes they, they put you back on track for what we're talking about. Walk out the room when we're. Mm-hmm. I ask you a question. Walk out the room, Dubs. I don't don't think I did not notice. On the last episode, we've just recorded that your camera went off for a bit. You clearly re- left the room. I've taken note was, of that. I was fucking opening my curtains because I was sitting in the dark. <laughs> I was still, you, you got no trousers on, Luke? Is that why you turned the camera off? You stood <laughs> up? I, I always have no trousers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got no trousers on, keep the camera on for us at least. <laughs> I was just going to say as well, the, the reason that we need Kyle on these like every episode is because he's the only one that does the introduction as well. So I think we should start having us. other people do the introduction. Sean, this is your movie for this week. You give us I, into- I picked two movies. I introduced both my movies. That's bullshit. No, I mean like saying like the welcome part. No, like introducing your movies. Just the bit that he does at the start. Sean, give it a bash. Go give it a bash. Know what podcast they're, they're listening to. You don't need to welcome them to the podcast that they already know what they're listening to. <coughs> listeners, we get new listeners every week. Hi, hello, new listeners. Plural. Uh, <laughs> all right, I bet, I bet there's at least three. No, there'll be at least three. Right, go on, Sean, take two it phones account. <laughs> Welcome to Morons Reviewing Movies. <laughs> Keep going. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. No, that, that's the bit that I was saying. That's that's the bit. That's as lost on the listeners, the other new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, listen, thanks to you that are staying with us uh, through this absolute rabble that we've just kicked off this episode with. Uh, we are indeed on another episode of Morons Reviewing Movies. Uh, this week we have got a movie selected by Sean, which he said, and I quote, this is a potential top 10. So let's find out if we're all in agreement with this movie being a potential top 10. 
Um, we we have had movies that are already out of the top ten that people think should be in there. I believe No Country for Old Men is not there anymore. Shawshank Redemption's not in the top ten. Trainspotting's not in the top ten. Near as one flew over the cuckoo's nest. But Sean believes Green Room will be. Green Room is a punk band, a punk rock band forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Sean, why this movie? Sometimes when your friends are talking, the best thing to do is just leave the room. And when you leave that room, head off to your fridge and get yourself a beer. Get yourself a beer courtesy of Beer 52 from the Morons. Head over to www.beer52.com forward slash morons, that's M-O-R-O-N-S, and grab yourself a free case of eight unique craft beers now. All you have to do is cover the cost of the postage to get your free case of craft beers. Uh, I've been wanting to pick this for a while, uh, and it's never been available, uh, and then eventually I did see it. It might have actually been Amazon that I seen on our throat, it was originally Netflix. And then it turned out it was with adverts, so apologies that he's had to sit through adverts. Uh, I really should have checked that first. I just want to go uh, and respond to your point about the top 10 comment. It's been on my mind all week uh, from when I watched it. I really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't think it's that good. No, uh, it's definitely not. I mean, I've only seen this once uh, when it first came out, uh, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, that's why I was, and again, I was just a bit excited that we were finally being able to get to do it. Uh, I, I kind of got a bit ahead of myself. That's not to say that I still think it is a brilliant film. I still thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's definitely not going to get in our top ten, especially since you've made already made four or five different comments, uh, kind of insinuating that you hated that you hated it. Uh, I don't think Bunsy will like it either, just because of the level of violence and. How it is pretty graphic. There's a boy where his You're arms just hanging go off. Everybody and tell what you think they're scoring. <laughs> no, it was just Nathan. It was just Nathan. That's the podcast, and Sean's just moving out of the It's a solo show tonight, guys. I've hit record, so I'm in charge of what's getting said. So, uh, to give you my thoughts on the film, uh, as I said. Please see, do. <laughs> You've already gave them mine. <laughs> uh, I hope I'm wrong with that. Uh, but no, like I do, I do really, really like this. It's a very, uh, I mean, what obviously, as I say, that I, I watched it must be like 2016 when it came out, so that's probably when I would have first watched it. Watching that again, it, it doesn't really feel like there's much of a, a plot as such. It's pretty simple. Punk rock band gets a gets a gig, turns out to be. Uh, performing in front of Nazis, uh, get caught up in somebody getting killed and then blah, blah, blah. It's pretty simplistic in that sense. But I just think that uh, throughout the film, I just I, I, feel, I felt tense just throughout the whole film. I didn't really find it that predictable. A lot of people do die in it. Uh, I thought, oh, I was going to say Patrick Swayze there. Fucking hell. Uh, no Patrick Swayze, Patrick Stewart. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought Patrick Stewart uh, as like the... The Uber Nazi, the the head Nazi. I thought he was brilliant, and it would have been Hitler's got to report to him. <laughs> aye, aye, he's Hitler's boss. Because at the start when he comes into it, like when he pulls up uh, after the incidents first taking place, and they've kind of faked the stabbing to get the police to come and take and deal with that. 
it doesn't really seem like he's going to be like he seems quite reasonable and he wants to sort it. He's obviously trying to get in the room and then it just is just a right sinister, murderous bastard. Yeah. It would have been nice to see more of that. Like that if, if the film was to be stretched out a little bit, but if you stretched the film out a little bit, I think it would have taken a lot away from actually how good it was. Uh, Anton Yelchin, I thought was absolutely brilliant. I didn't actually know that he was dead either uh, until after. Which part does he play, Sean? He's like a he's like the main guy in the punk. He's like the last surviving guy in the punk band. Uh, the one who gets at his end with the blonde glasses. He's dead. Right. Uh, he died in 2016. He basically was a. He got impaled by his own car. So like he was leaving his driveway. He got in his car, went. Sorry, got out of his car to, to unlock his gates, and his car handbrake rolled down and just impaled him against the gates. That's that how like the guy who E17. I was about to say that the boy E17 at Radio Eastville. Fucking what brutal, Luke. Impaled by their own car. What all that trash. Uh, right. but I, I never actually knew he was dead until I'd looked at, 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 after this uh, oh. but it was actually the, the, the year it came out is when he died it was 2016 so it must have just you must like have just seen him in something else as well no Christine uh, I don't actually know what else he's been I, I was in Star Trek actually I, he was in Star Trek um, so let's see what else is there, a, I, Michael, was in, is there a TV show I think it's dark the TV show or is that, was that a movie I'm not sure. I bet the um, one person laughed at my Christine joke there because none of you's got it because uh, I doubt any of you have seen the film, so that was stupid. But one person <laughs> always laughed. I found it funny. But I thought he was really, really good. Uh, I thought your man uh, for uh, Peaky Blinders, I believe his name's Joe Cole. Joe Cole. He's also uh, he's also in Gangs of London as well. I thought he was he was pretty good. He's got a solid arm bar on him as well. Another gruesome scene where he breaks the, mm. uh, the big thick Nazi's arm. Uh, but I, I just, I thought that an hour and a half, it was perfect for that. Although I would have liked to see more of Patrick Stewart as the kind of bad guy. I, 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 thought, I just thought he was really, really good. Uh, but I, I just really liked the tension in this. It just kind of, I wasn't actually sitting on the edge of my seat, but it, it does keep you on the edge of your seat. You know what I mean? What are you going to say, Dubs? I was just really going to say, you mentioned Patrick Stewart a couple of times. He's not even really bald in the movie, is he? Like, when you first no. look at it, he's not no. in the like poster or anything like that. And so I knew that because I'd kind of looked it up on Google just briefly beforehand, I knew he was in it. But the way he kind of comes into it, it's like, it was. I found it really chilling. Do you know what I mean? It just fucking sent a shiver down my spine when I heard his voice. And then playing the role that he was, it just... And like you said, he wasn't really... It's not even really like he's doing anything that menacing. He's just kind of no. like like a fixer. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this, we need to do that. He's just tremendous, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got that whole kind of gang of Nazis just basically dancing to you every fucking, uh, everything that he says without him actually saying it. Uh, like none of them want to actually do anything that will like disappoint him or anger him or let him down and you can uh, you can just tell the kind of power that he's got over them without he doesn't even need to do anything to show it they just they're just all basically running about doing as he says it's also I, it I, what, I feel like I didn't really know anything about Star Trek or that but it seems quite odd to have him in such a sinister role he probably has played loads in his career but I don't know it just felt quite jarring and out of place well, I watched a 
sorry, uh, there was something I watched on YouTube uh, again after I watched this, and it was like it was like him doing kind of like the usual kind of interviews for the films and stuff like that, like the promotion work. And he was asked that question about like we don't often see in such like a sinister role, uh, and they kind of made it as if this was like the kind of first in a long time, or possibly the first of the uh, to, to this kind of level. So you're you're maybe right. I don't know if there is too many where he's played this kind of character because. When I think of Patrick Stewart, it's Star Trek and X-Men that I think of. Right? I'm pretty sure they'd be the same for the majority of people. And it's completely different characters. It's, it just does show the range that he's got. I think that's uh, why, to Dub's point earlier on, they don't bill him. Or yeah. that he's not on the poster or nothing. So mm-hmm. that when he, when he appears, it's much more... It does take you by surprise. You're like, holy shit, Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart's a fucking Nazi. And like, I think it's one of the big, one of the better parts of the film is just him appearing. It's maybe not the best yeah. comparison, but it reminded me a wee bit of uh, in Seven when Spacey's the serial killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. no one knew about him. Obviously, it's a, it's not a great comparison, but the first time I watched that, and then it turned out it was him that was a serial killer. It was just like fucking hell, wow. That's like yeah, one of the best movies ever, and they still managed to like throw you mm-hmm. uh, with that kind of introduction. That's so I'm assuming that Patrick Swayze's watched this movie back before they did the posters and thought, take my fucking name off this, guys. Get my name no. off. Well, no, they would have, because they wouldn't have Patrick, Patrick, Swayze, Patrick Swayze. Oh, fuck. That's your fault, Sean. That's <laughs> easy. It's a, a, I don't know. It's just the, the S. It's really no easy. It's not similar at all. <laughs> well, that ruined my fucking joke. But anyway, that was the most entertaining thing I've enjoyed about that movie, was that little discussion we just had there. I thought this was pish. <laughs> it was just pish. There was no storyline to it as well. I thought the acting was shite. I thought the boy for Peaky Blinders was awful. Um, I did chuckle at the bit where they called him Jiu-Jitsu boy and then he's got a boy in an armbar no long later. I thought, Jesus Christ, guys, the foreshadowing here is shocking. <laughs> um, I just found that I, I didn't find it scary. I didn't find it mysterious. I didn't find, like, I wasn't, you knew there was going to be one or two survivors at the, at the end and all the wee side characters were going to get killed along the way. I didn't think that any of the killings were particularly gruesome that would make me stand out thinking, oh, this is a slasher horror movie because it just it never ticked any of the boxes for me of it's not a thriller, it's not a horror, it's not mysterious. I just didn't really understand it. And I just I struggled with the storyline at all. I just thought it was a bit pish. I mean... I- I would say that a, a lot of the murders in the films were pretty gruesome. I mean, there's a there's a dog mauling somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you don't find that gruesome, I'm kind of worried about what you got up to in your spare time that, that is gruesome. <laughs> uh, I would definitely say it's a thriller. It verges on the horror side. That it, definitely I would say like. the, the gore in it would kind of verge on the horror side. I think that's the only reason that the horror label is attached to this film, just because of how gory it is. But I would say that this is, if, if you were to describe to somebody what is a thriller film, I wouldn't say you would use this as an example, but this, it's, this is what I would describe a thriller as. Like, it, I don't really see how, how you can't really categorise it, to be honest. There wasn't any tension at all or great build-up whatsoever. Like, and I'm with Kyle about the, the horror part as well. Like... It was just, I get, I'm, I'm agreeing with you though, Sean, in terms of what you said about the gruesome part. It's like the slash in the stomach and stuff like that. That was just like disgusting. It wasn't even like, ob- it wasn't as if I was like 
thinking, oh, that's scary. That's just disgusting. I was just like, I didn't want to look at this. Screen. It was so that neat. It, that was so out of the blue. We're like, they choked the boy out. He's out. Let's just slash him right with someone for no apparent reason. Let's just do that. And it that wasn't even one girl that did it. Like, it's not really clear like what side she's actually meant to be on, is it? Yeah. I don't know how anybody else felt about that. Well, that's what yeah. led me to. That's my main point about this film. Like, see, on paper, like Patrick Stewart is a Nazi, a punk band get some sort of altercation. I'm going to fight their way out of a fucking Nazi fucking highway. Sounds awesome. I'm fucking sold on this. I was actually, I've been waiting to watch this for ages. Um, and I just felt really let down. Like Sean said, it was really simple. I just think it was really simple enough. Like that blonde lassie, or just anyone else being involved, like it, it was stupid. And then the big guy's in the room with him. He's got a gun, but then they tell him to give them the gun. So they've got the gun. And then they've got to take the bullets out of the gun and give him the back of the gun. Like it's so stupid. Just fucking get to the point where you've got to fight the fucking Nazis and get out of the thing. I wanted to like, comment on that as well. Why, why did they not want them to use guns? I don't understand what was going on. Because like, like, obviously with that stabbing at the start, like you can simulate, you can get a, you can find the way two young boys on the street to fake a stabbing. But the, only, the, only reason they, the only reason they, they kind of did a fake stabbing was because one of the band called the police and said mm-hmm. they'd been stabbing. Uh, yeah. That's like, it, if they're openly like got dogs that eat human flesh and all that, just kill whoever you want to kill, clean it up afterwards. Then they phone the police, so you didn't need to explain yourself. They've got all these guns, and so- I thought it was because they they said they said one of the guns wasn't registered or something. Like that. That's why they had to get it back. That was the only. I don't know. Like, right. I'm looking for meaning where there isn't any. Aye, like I do. I still. It's not a terrible film. Like it's not going to be. No, so, uh, like Sebastian so Stewart's really good at that, and there's like I really like the concept. I was just like I expected it to be really good, and I think that it's my own hindrance. I just didn't think it was very good. Mm-hmm. Felt like a lot of, like a student film, um, yes. and they've tried to put too many different layers into the story. Like like you said, the blonde lassie, whose side is she on? I know, and like it's not clear, it's not clear. But I think yes, they're all stuff. like they're all like on heroin or something like that. No, it seems like that that's. What's oh, they're definitely on Saha now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're fucking scumbags. Like, as you can see at the start I mean, of the film, particularly though, the blonde girl, um, oh, right. the person that was killed initially, and the guy who killed her. Yeah. I think they, they are on heroin. That's the that's what I got for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a reference to it at some point. I... But, like, similar to the film last week, I didn't actually really care about any of the characters. Like, I feel yeah. like they were sort of all made disposable on purpose. They all just had, like, Kyle mentioned, oh, there's Jiu-Jitsu boy. They all just got given, like, a characteristic, and then they died. There's not a lot of names being used either, is there? Really? No. I got I lost who was who. And also, Sean, Sean made a comment as well about how um, you didn't really know where it was going to go and stuff like that. It's like, you, I could see it a mile off in terms of there would be loads. The shooting was actually, like, Sean, when he gave my, gave my review for the film at the start, as um, it was pretty much there was this, the amount of shooting was just getting it was annoying the shit out of me. I was like, not because there was a lot lot of violence, but it was just it was just far too much. And then it was the gruesome stuff was like it was there was just no need for it. It wasn't scary. It was just, it was just over the top. 
Um, and then you knew there was going to be loads of shootings and you knew that people, someone was going to get out and you knew that they would probably be the ones that were surviving. It was quite obvious the way the film was going to go. It was really simple and it just wasn't enjoyable for start to finish. I'm with Kel, this was absolutely garbage. And to be honest, Sean, um, I actually thought, obviously I was completely wrong, when you mentioned in our chat that you, you were close to turning off a film, I actually thought it was going to be this one. I didn't actually expect it to be Chicago. That's the how one, bad I thought the, the movie he picked. It was I, I, just, I didn't. So I didn't. I thought this was your unseen Sean. You see, so I thought no. I didn't realize you'd seen this before. So I actually genuinely thought this was a film that you were going to say was the worst of the two. That's how bad. Uh, I no, my, my unseen is air. This was my right. scene. But, uh, right, I'm just going to add in. Right, you see, for me, like my main gripe with the film is. These, these this punk band, right? Although they play heavy trash or rock music, whatever, and that's quite angry. But you see, off stage before all this, when they were scrimping money together to go on the tour and whatever, and go to these gigs, I just nothing about their characters was believable that they would get locked and just turn into these mass murder and fucking kill it. Like the the, the arc, the character arc was just too sudden and forced. Like there was no, not nothing in from the background from the, the development that they do at the start of the film to suggest that if they were put in that scenario, that this is how they would then act going forward. And even the gang, apart from Patrick Stewart aside, even the, like his, I don't know, like the second in command or whatever, the guy who's orchestrating it all to begin with, none of these people spoke or acted like I would suspect a skinhead neo-Nazi gang leader would be acting like they, were, they sounded almost quite well-spoken almost at times. I mean, I don't know if yeah. that's just me, but like, I would expect gangs to be a bit more rougher around the edges and whatever. They seem to be quite well-presented and well, and then they're in this, even the, the, I understand the venue's going to be a shithole, but nothing about the, these things, nothing seemed completely fully believable enough for me to buy in fully into this. I think as well, Hunter, when you mentioned about the characters, about not being that believable. See at the very start of the film when obviously the boy goes back in to get the phone um, and then he sees somebody dying like dead and then his first thought is to phone the police, right? You can tell obviously even going into that room that they're not the kind of folk you're going to mess with and his first thought is like, no, I'm going to phone the police. As if they're just going to be like, ah, that's cool, just phone the police, they'll just bat around and we'll leave you alone. That was stupid at the very start. And and like mm-hmm. you're gonna be like in a punk band. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't think phoning the authorities would be like high on your list of things to <laughs> exactly. do. It seems like the complete antithesis of being in a punk band. Like I doubt fucking Johnny Rotten was uh-huh. like phoning the police every time uh, he, he just walked in and seen Sid right. and Na- Nancy lying in a pillar yeah. of blood, they've just got to phone the police. Well exactly, you just, I, 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 exactly. Sid, Sid vicious, Ken. I doubt uh, you phoning the police much. He was trying to phone the police on Jimmy Savile, to be fair. Maybe listen to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and another thing which I thought was a pothole as well was is that um so at the start, if I'm not wrong, is is that the cousin who comes in later called Daniel, I think. Mm-hmm. He's sent in by the owner or one of the is it the guy that goes and cleans the barrel? I can't remember. Whoever he gets sent in by, he basically says, Oh, they've killed your girlfriend, but he knows them before they know that he knows these people and they think he's just gonna go in and shoot them all without Considering their cousins uh, and yeah, friends that, are I, know, I know what you're saying, Bunsy, that, that that element of the plot 
was very was very like uh, just was confusing. And see that guy that you're referencing, that Daniel. When the when the band first get to the compound, one of the band members says something, and that Daniel guy just like shoves him up against the wall and like uh-huh. threatens him. But I, I don't there wasn't any subs available on this because it was on that freebie. I could not work out what had been said that caused him to just say it about him like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else could make it out. Ah, I was the same. I was like, could, the, 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 obviously the tension ratchets up yeah. at that point, but I, I don't know why it happened. So. Because right. for for the bit I was saying is that I could understand if these were just like strangers and you're thinking right if somebody you know says they've killed your girlfriend you're going to go and like raging and want to hurt did, them. Did they kill her because she was gone. She was actually having an affair with another girl or something. Uh, like that. Uh, uh, was it not like the two guys that came in? She was dating one of them but planning to leave with the other one, and some song was meant to be the trigger they were meant to leave, and that's how the other guy ended up stabbing her. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just that she was him, her and that Daniel were going to leave and they weren't happy about it and that was it but maybe I've missed something either but I just didn't get as like why this I think it was Darcy thought that he was just going to go in there not mention a word to his cousin or the the, the impression I got was his friends were also friends of his as well he was just going to go out and shoot them or slash them or whatever not going to speak a word and then obviously, because he ends up turning and helping them, I just what that that just didn't make any sense according to the plot as well. Um, I do agree. The only the only good point I've got about the film at all, really, is like Sean said, is Patrick Stewart was class, and I thought he was like his mannerisms and tone. That was the only redeeming plot, redeeming feature about this film. The rest of it was absolutely garbage. <laughs> Everything uh, you were saying there kind of goes back to my point and why. I didn't enjoy this as much. Like, there's too much shit going on that you're trying to mm-hmm. figure out. There shouldn't be anything to figure out in this film. No. It should be, like, I don't know, a John Wick style, like, where somebody kills his dog, so he's going to kill all the cunts. Like, you just need to know a wee bit at the start. Whatever the conflict is, like, they're trapped in the, this green room and they need to get out. There's been some sort of simple conflict and everybody wants to kill them. Like, go. And that should be it. It shouldn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. But then they've tried to lay in all these weird wee... Subsets. Subsets. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't add anything to it it's just fucking no. confusing you just i don't know i just think it, they've missed a golden opportunity to make like a special film you know i think it could have been really cool it's just a good idea but it's just no quite the fact that they walked out and managed to get patrick shoot to agree with us and then they serve mm-hmm. up like a very very average movie at best aye it's a shame there's a one one part i will say that i did really enjoy the movie is when at the end, the dog that had been had ran away comes back to the owner and just lies down and gives him a wee cuddle while he's dead. Yeah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Brought a wee emotional tear to the eye. I will say as well, by the way, see, like, dogs as a threat in a film just doesn't really work for me. Like, just fucking kick it in the face. Like, I didn't believe enough that, like, a dog on the roaming about is a big enough threat to a group of human beings. Like picks it up and smash it in the face. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't work in there's that. A, there's a dog in uh, No Country for Old Men that uh, the guy has to shoot with a shotgun. That that bit's a wee bit suspenseful. Um, but ah. to have it as kind of like the main threat in a movie when it's like skinheads mm-hmm. who are armed to the teeth, uh, it's a bit it's a bit, it's a bit too much. Yeah, like a, a small amount, like, oh, the dog's going to attack you. Like, okay, no, I've got my gun and I've shot it or I've stabbed it with my hand. Didn't he use any bullets, guys? But if, couldn't we get the dog to eat someone's neck? That's fine. 
<laughs> like a pathologist wouldn't be able to tell that his bites have went into uh, the neck for an animal. Uh, utter nonsense. The dog should be used for like grabbing somebody's leg while they're climbing up over a fence or something like that to hold them down a bit. Yeah. It just started to feel a wee bit like Jaws with a dog at one point. There was <laughs> too much of the dog chasing them about and like killing folk and it's of its own accord, like just ripping folks' throats out of that. Just I don't know. I just started that felt a wee bit silly for me. Um and I think this is sort of why it gets the sort of horror label is because it does follow a lot of the old silly horror like horror film soaps like i think i think because there's a bit of gore maybe yeah you, yeah. you think it's a horror but it isn't really a horror it's just but if you replaced the nazis with i don't know folk with masks on folk with clown masks like it would be a horror film right it's just yeah. because you could like folk chasing yeah. you about clown masks yeah. with all the guns and that it's it's, it's just like it, it it does follow like all those bits but without anything scary to be for it to work, if you know what I mean. It should have been a bit more serious and a bit more just violence, but instead you might be scared of a dog chasing you about, which doesn't really work for me. I wanted to say about, I think somebody did mention earlier on about the guy getting his arm trapped in the door. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I'll be honest, when I did see, when I seen that, like that really fucking, I was like, shit, and like I uh, had to turn away, right? But then what kind of cheapened that was the fact that that guy actually ended up surviving right to the end. Exactly. All he had was some scotch tape around his arm. Like, does, he, does he not fall on it at one point too? Like, and he he's, he's completely, it's like he's completely pain free, and oh. his only like symptom really is that he's a wee bit delirious almost, mm-hmm. I think, right, and kind of deluded, like a bit when he's kind of skit when he shaves his own head and all that. Oh. Like, oh, I forgot he was the one. That oh, where? What? Why the fuck? Where did the face paint and the, the clippers and all that come from? It was about this like story. He had this story about paintballing, and I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Again, though, like a punk band, and they're going paintballing and that day. Like, what? Like, get to fuck. I know you're going for, for ciphering petal to go for gig to gig to then talk about going to the band outing. I thought that was quite funny, to be honest. That that is quite yeah. punk rock, Dane. That's what I mean. It's like that's yeah. what I mean. You've gone for you've been punk rock and then going against the curve at yeah. the same time. It's like two fucking movies, like completely like joined together, eh? If you think about it, I think at the start when there's like scrimping and saving and struggling to get by, that is fairly interesting it's like where's oh. this going to go and then it just completely fucking morphs into this b move it came like it actually reminds me a wee bit the way it's shot and stuff like that and the, the kind of violence and stuff it's quite like an episode of black mirror i think but just nowhere near as good as some of the better ones yeah yeah it's just I mean? like a really low quality black mirror episode i like like black mirror it's always like there's this like almost like villain element to Black Mirror mm-hmm. and it's like you're never going to get away with it. That's what I kind of feel like with the neo-Nazis in this and the way it's shot, like I said as well. That kind of reminded me of that. But then when you think about that, how many Black Mirror episodes are you going to say, oh, that's fucking amazing. Like that's like a, a great work of art, like a great movie that I'm going to keep going back and watching. You're just not going to do that, eh? There's a, a section that's not in Hunter's Trevor, but it's in the goof section of IMDb that says here, a factual error. The wounds on Pat's arms are so deep that he would have bled out well before the end of the movie. While the duct tape could have been used to close minor lacerations, the wounds that were shown were so deep that it would have went through bone, then arteries and veins. He's hanging off. <laughs> so yeah, he. They should. But then, even thinking think the movie, just let him die. Like, oh. yeah. Nobody really cared that he was the main guy. No. Or just have. One of the lesser characters get that arm wound. It's it's him, mean, it's him yeah. and the blonde girl who have no idea who she is that survives. Like, 
think that's a, I think that's other thing which I'd taken down in terms of what could have made the film better because you don't really I think it's a really bad script, but and part of the problem is because you don't really actually find anything much out about the character. So I just find myself not really interested. I guess I even getting confused with who was who because I, th- I think it was you, Dubs, that said that the, you can't even remember people's names and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and even like you said the, towards the end, is that he's the one that survives, the one that gets his arm slashed at the door, which just went out of my mind because he's not acting any pain or whatever. They could have yeah, easily just should be. had somebody else or yeah. it didn't need to be. It could have been he could have died, could have somebody else that's surviving, but there's just not any... I just didn't, didn't have really any care about who the characters were. It was obvious, I can't remember what film we watched before, that I'd sort of said, oh, what was the one that I vilified recently? It was the one about going into space. Space, space Odyssey. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It's quite a hard well, title to remember, eh? I know. <laughs> but you can obviously tell who was the people that were... Um, the good and the bad, basically, but with those, that was, you just didn't felt give a shit about, anyone about either of them at all. Like, there wasn't any build-up of the characters. I just didn't really get where they were, what they were trying to... They weren't trying to get you invested in the film either. I just don't get it. I like how you were confused about the good and the bad in a film where one of the sides are Nazis. No, no, I'm saying I wasn't... <laughs> no, I'm saying I wasn't confused. It was really obvious no, what that okay. was. Whereas, obviously, in the Space Odyssey, that well, it's obvious as well, but I was saying how I preferred, I didn't even have any interest in who was the good or bad in that one either, and I actually thought, I wanted the, what was the guy's, the, the computerised Al. Al. Al 9000. I, I wanted him to, I wanted him to actually just come out victorious, because I couldn't be, <laughs> whereas with this one, like, you'd, it's that obvious, obviously, that the Nazis are really Dangerous I think people it's, just killing folk, but quite, quite. I think that's how well rooted in history that the Nazis are quite dangerous yeah. at killing folk. <laughs> it's not really all, <laughs> is it? It'd be good to take Hitler for a drink, though. <laughs> I've, I've heard that Nazis are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, Patrick Swayze, Patrick Stewart, in that one. Patrick Swayze, oh, <laughs> honestly. Patrick Swayze, Patrick Stewart, and Hitler. Okay. Let's say uh, let's bring Sean back in. Sean, you've your movie's been shot on. Sat since. in silence for about twenty minutes. There, he's just like devastated. No, I mean it is what it is. I've packed fucking films before that. You say that you say to yourself you're, you're basically downgrading it yourself, aren't you? After your first viewing, no. Uh, aye, aye. So it's it's not what I remember it to be. But like again, like, there's countless films that I've watched and I've went back to watch a second time, and it's not what I remember it to be. I'm pretty sure it's the same for you guys. I, I, yep. Honestly, it makes no difference to my life if you really liked it or didn't really like it. I'm still glad that we got that I got the chance to pick it because it's one that I've been wanting to pick for a while anyway, uh, and I don't regret picking it at all. As I said, it, it, it is what it is, uh, and I'm glad that that uh, you just gave it a chance. Thanks for watching, guys. So uh, on to next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've already saved my parts about it. Uh, I, I, I still like it. I would definitely watch it again. And what, the thoughts that you guys have given and stuff, I, 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 there is absolutely some valid points you've made. It's not going to change my score for it because I score each film the way that I enjoy it. Like It's the way I've always done it. I'd be lying to myself if I didn't. What I would say on this film, Sean, is I watched it. I was getting... I don't know if it's just because like, it's like a small budget independent film, but I was getting like Kalibri vibes watching this. 
I don't know what film that is, Hunter. Do you mean Calibre? Calibre. Did we just say that? I did prefer Calibre a lot better with this. Oh, Calibre's ten times the movie this is. I mean, I can, I, I can, I can see what you mean by in, in terms of budgets. I, neither was obviously like a box office fucking hit. No. Uh, but like maybe even just like wherever in America that this is, was it Oregon or whatever? Like even think you just like it's like the woodland areas and maybe just like the color aye, of the. It's, it's, it's a dark. Aye, it's like a dark film. Yeah. No, I can, I can definitely see the comparisons. Like again, Color was a film that I picked. And that I enjoyed, uh, and I can't even remember if, how it went down. But no, nah, I can kind of see the comparisons in terms of the kind of way it was shot because it is quite a dark film and like the tension, the, mm-hmm. the way through all the. But I found anyway uh, with the tension through the both of the films, so I, I can see what you mean by that. Just in terms of budgets for this one, I've got in front of me it was uh, an estimated five million dollar budget, and worldwide it grossed three point seven million. <laughs> Uh, 87 grand in its first weekend. I'm stunned it costs that much money to make. 4.5 million of that was Patrick Stewart's fee. Oh, I was just going to say that. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and half a million went to Patrick Swayze for the. confusing. Patrick Swayze, the neo Nazi. <laughs> half a million was spent on Scotch tape for that boy. Wait, Sean. This is the point where you tell Hunter to go to some trivia. <laughs> Hunter, you got some trivia? I do, yes. So, first one, Paul, this one's for you. You're saying that you'd recognised, uh, what's his name again, Anton Yelchin and something beforehand. He's actually in an episode of Cub Your Enthusiasm, so that may be where you've seen him. Fucking hell. Oh, do you know, does it not say which episode, though? Uh, the Blind Date. <sighs> Oh, that could be an end, man. Mm. What was he, a busboy or something like that? No. It, just, it just says Stuart the Blind Date. So Stuart's the character name in that episode. That has put me back even more, like. Mm. I knew I'd seen him somewhere, so I've definitely seen that episode, but fucking hell. That's mm. interesting to name Dale on this podcast, apart from me, but thanks. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just noticed that when I was looking through, when you said you'd seen him, so I had a quick look through his filmography. Oh, man. You know, it rings a bell, like. Right, so... Uh, First bit is, after reading the script at his home in England, Patrick Stewart said it was so terrifying that he locked himself in his house, turned on the security system and poured himself a scotch, no tape. He then knew that he wanted to play Darcy Bankerville because a character that horrifying would be an incredible challenge and make for a compelling movie. I wanted to say, actually, um, completely off topic, but slightly like, on topic because it's Patrick Stewart, but... I was I watched uh, him uh, an extras recently. Amazing. If oh, anybody's yeah. seen that, the yeah. outtakes of that uh, him and Ricky Gervais. If anybody's not seen that, you have to watch it. It's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Like it's a guy obviously who's like a proper like theatre actor, and they're trying to do like they're talking about uh, Patrick Stewart's idea for a TV show where basically he's a a guy that just goes about seeing naked women all the time, and him and Ricky Gervais talking about this and trying not to laugh. It's fucking hilarious. You just have to watch it. It's so funny. That's so is, is, it not like, is it not like he's uh, pitches that he's got like a superpower that he can see them naked? Yeah, that's it. Aye, yeah. Like, so it's like all, every scenario ends with him seeing naked women. So it's like I, I'm uh, I'm like the England manager or son, and like 
uh, all the players are in the, the dressing room and then Victoria Beckham comes in or something like that and our clothes just fall off. It's just like, it's so outrageous, but it's funny. How do we get this superpower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, second bit I've got here is the scene where a body is dragged by a knife stuck in its head was inspired by a prison documentary that Jeremy Saulnier saw on television that greatly disturbed him. The first and last word spoken in the movie are the same. Um, Patrick Stewart's um, first day on set was Solney's least favourite because he felt this, um, he left this amazing act of sitting there, his words, while he spent time on insert shots and risked losing the right. The next morning we had a nice chat and I apologised for my inefficiency and what is not added on as, as a director. See, just to go back one, you said the yeah. first word and the last word of the film are the same, but word. Right. I doesn't say what the word was, and I couldn't. Is <laughs> <laughs> it shit? I bet you it's shit. <laughs> and the last one I've got here is Sony was terrified. Again, air quotes. After the success of Blue Ruin, again a film that no one's ever heard of, and thought that if he didn't fast track another movie before he was and his words, discovered to be a fraud that it would never, ever happen. We should have just ended it there. Instead of saying yes to one of the many films offered by Hollywood, he immediately moved forward with a more indie-minded genre feature inspired by his own youthful interests. So he's got a youthful interest in neo-Nazi punk rock and stabbing folk. <laughs> Sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> a quick Google there, and the first word said in the movie was shit. Yeah, I know because and we've not even really mentioned this element, but obviously when they're doing the radio interview, they're talking about what their desert island band would be. Aye. And um, obviously, and again, this is a complete plot flaw as well, right? So at the end of the movie, the one remaining band member says, I've just thought of who my, uh, my desert island I don't even know if he, he says, I've thought of who my band is. And the girl goes, tell someone who gives a shit. Mm. And that girl obviously wasn't in the band, so why would he even be telling her that story? At the same time, like, see the stupid paintball story, which really annoys me that that is like the overarching like yeah. plot behind it is like he, he remembers his paintball and day out with the mates. Um, but that carries on, and he's talking to her about the paintballing. Aye. She's just like, she's got the fucking idea, she wasn't at your paintballing thing, like, it's fucking, I don't get it. It's like they've made a mistake in the last characters that were meant to be left. It's like the fuck up. That's right. Is that it, That's us. Tough air doubt. Sean, tell us you want to the scores. <laughs> we'll move on to the scores now. <laughs> Sean, what do you score it? I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to stick with the score that I came in, uh, into it with. I am going to give it... Uh, it's a four for me. Oh, well, I wasn't expecting to come next year, Sean. Uh, I will give this movie a 0.75. Wow. Sorry, you were breaking up there. (laughs) (laughs) How did you give it? Uh, Two for me. Bunsy. 0.25. Oh, fucking come on, man. 
You keep your car going. Have a word with yourself, man. This, this is a space odyssey. Exactly. If you said to someone with that many context, they would think this is one of the best films ever. I, I was actually Christ. quite generous for your film, Sean, but no. No, you I took the half about Chicago. The last anyway, we'll move on. on. We'll move on now. Uh, Dubs, what's your score? I, I'm not going to shit on it as much as everybody else. Um, I thought it was an interesting movie. I, I was entertained by it a wee bit. Um, obviously, Patrick Stewart's brilliant. I really thought, nobody's really mentioned this, but the big guy who gets put in the armbar, I thought he was really good. He's not really in it much. I just thought he was really menacing in his delivery and stuff like that. And I think if they'd kept him in it a wee bit more, that might have added to the movie. Again, I feel like I've seen him in something as well. Um, not sure what. I, I actually thought he was a... I fucking can't remember his name. Uh, he's in Stranger Things. He's Hellboy. She's I've not seen that one. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The guy that's married to Lily Allen. Yeah, I, I thought that's who it was at first, oh. but he's, they're very similar. He looks like a younger version. Is it David Harbour? Aye. Aye. He's, he's, he's like a young David Harbour. Because uh, I had to go and Google and check, is that fucking David Harbour? Obviously it wasn't it. But uh, he kind of well, reminded me of him a bit. Just to throw a little bit of trivia for this guy here, this guy plays a very, very, very famous character that if anyone has got kids will know much about him. He plays Daddy Shark from Baby Shark. Wow. <laughs> The big guy you're talking about. Ah, he's daddy shark. What else has he been in, Kyle? I'm intrigued. Go and, go and have a look. Well, continue with the scores and I'll have a quick scan. I haven't even yeah, given the scores, so I... Uh, it reminded me a wee bit of Black Mirror. I've already mentioned that as well. Um, I'm actually going to downgrade my score. I came in with a slightly higher score, but we've really shot on it. Like, and I, I agree with a lot of it. Like, the potholes are just too much to get any higher a score, so I'm going to go for 2.5. Daniel... Uh, I'm on the same sort of boat as Dubs here. Uh, it wasn't like atrocious, but I really wanted it to be a lot better than it was. Um, so I, I really like the concept in that though. It's like I just, I think, I hope in ten years someone takes this and makes it, remakes it, and does it better. That's what it won't happen. happen. It won't happen. Yeah. Uh, but a two point five as well for me. Hey Craig, what's the total? Oh, this makes me very happy. It only gets a two, so it's actually worse than Chicago. So get up, yeah. Well, there you go. You got what you wanted, just because you were in a huff. <laughs> right, it's, it was a good week, guys. See you later. Right. <laughs> Dubs, so um, a quick look at the trivia there. Nothing much. He's mainly in shorts, but he was in a few episodes of the American version of Shameless. I've not seen that no. either, man. It's bugging me when I've seen him, but I feel like that about one of the band members as well, and obviously that was an episode of Curb, so it could be fucking anything, man. Uh, and just to give you an update for the leaderboard, this movie comes in slightly above um, Back to the Future Part 2, Get Him to the Greek, and Labyrinth. Can I just ask you, Sean, just because that was that Back to the Future 2 was one of your movies, what, what did you think was better out of the two? Two completely different films, Craig. That's like saying, do you prefer eating cheese or do you prefer drinking cola? <laughs> show you can compare two films again. Uh, you're in a right weird mood tonight because your Chicago was shat on. <laughs> no, I'm quite. I'm actually. It was. I said before. It was like I'm actually. It probably got a higher score than what I thought. I've been very clear about my, about how I, I I love the Back to the Future films, and again, it's because I grew up watching them, and it's something that I would go back and watch and watch and watch again. Like, kind of like you with Chicago, but with less masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Just with, uh, less. Not none. With, less. 
with green room, obviously, <laughs> this is only my second viewing. So, like, obviously, I didn't grow up watching this film. So, like, again, I, I know that Back to the Future 2, it's nowhere fucking near a great film, but I love it. And I would quite happily sit and watch it fucking whenever it's on telly. So, I, I, I can't really say what film I prefer because I would say that this is a better although he's just shot in it, I would say this is a better written film than Back to the Future 2, but I could watch Back to the Future 2 at any point, because I just, it's something that I grew up watching. I'm does sure that, does that fulfil your needs? I'm sure I, you came at me for Back to the Future 2, but I'm sure I was on your side for both of them as well, so quite hard. I have no idea if you were or you weren't, but I was just, you asked me if I preferred this or Back to the Future 2, so it's not really relevant <laughs> what you scored it, is it? A little needle oh, to end John, uh, <laughs> John came in hot and he's finishing hot. He's fucking been on it today. Like, I love it. He does. I, I feel quite scared he's going to come in and beat me up now. No, I'm going to come in and do something else. It is quite hard, though, when you pick, when you pick something that you, you actually feel quite strongly about and then, like, someday shits on it. Like, especially when it's like they haven't really... I, I feel like sometimes you go in where, like, you're, I'm going to hate this and then... Mm-hmm. You, you're trying to pick fault with it, I think. Like, I think I mean, I Chicago, like Chicago, that is just not my type of movie at all. But I still fucking like thought like there's elements of it that I can appreciate. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would say with this film, I was the complete opposite. I actually went and think because me and Sean quite often have similar taste in films. So I actually, I think I said before that like I hadn't heard of it at all. So I actually thought I was going to really enjoy Green Room. Like it wasn't. It was. It was, and obviously, like, like you said, like you've said numerous times, like, I quite like horror films. I know it's not a, just a normal horror, but I thought I was going to come in and give it a really high score, so I was really disappointed that I, that I did hate it. Whereas there's some films like when we did Space Odyssey that I thought, this is going to be absolutely shite, and it was in my view, but this was a complete opposite. I actually I, like, like, I'm only joking. I, obviously, I, I don't think that what people said about, or what I said about Chicago, you've turned up. That was a joke, obviously. Oh, no, no, I just uh, think I was more replying to Dubsy's point when he was saying about... Um, aye, like, like that. Like, that's some of the things I do, but this one was actually the opposite. I actually really like it. There's loads. I think the very first film that I ever picked, and it was before we ever done, like, the recordings, Bridge of Spies, and I'd never, ever seen it, so, like, I had no indication as to whether it was good or not. Obviously, it's starring Tom Hanks. Uh, and I got absolutely shot on, for the most part. I actually thought it was all right myself. Uh, but I mean, that might have even just been me, like maybe adding a bit more to it, just because I picked it. But like, no, like, I, there's been loads of films, and everybody has had this happen in the past. There's been loads of films that I've picked where, like, I love like Back to the Future One is a prime example. Again, I've just spoke about Back to the Future, and for the for the most part, it, it got a relatively low score for everybody. But like, I can understand that. It, it is what it is. With this one, I mean, I shouldn't have said last week it'll be a top 10 because I haven't seen this film since 2016. So, again, I'm just going off from what my memory of my first experience of watching that was. So, I, I doubt that that's kind of kind of built up anybody's expectations, to be honest. You're all smart enough for that not to happen. But I can get what you mean. It's, it is what it is. People like what they like. There are a few things in life that you must check. You must check your wages are in the bank at the end of the month. You must check one of your friends hasn't made an illegal transfer in your fantasy league. And you must also check... Your bollocks.
Cojones Scotland have the website for you to learn how to do just that. Head over to cojonesscotland.org for your self-help guide on how to check your bollocks. There we go. That does does wrap up Green Room then. Uh, next two movies that are coming up over the next two weeks, we do have a boxing double, Cinderella Man and Rocky. Has anyone not seen Rocky? Me. That's I why I picked it. You don't know. The only reason I picked it, that was the only reason I picked it, because two folk out of six haven't seen it, that blew my mind. It's just, it's one of them, it's like, I feel like I'm going to watch it and there's going to be so many things in it that I've seen referenced or parodied before that I was like, I just never ever bored my ass to um, watch it, but now I'm like, I'm actually buzzing to watch that, I'll probably watch that tomorrow actually, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to make a... I'm going to make an early prediction that it's going to be a lot better than you expect it to be. I think it'll be. I've got no. I'm no. I'm no negative or positive. I'm just saying that a lot of the a lot of the time, like when a film is so well known, it almost puts me off seeing it. I don't know why. Just no. Nah, I'm similar to you because you're going I with high expectations, and then you nah. always think it's going to be class. And even if it's good, you downgrade it because you're not blown away with it. I find. But I I can see me putting that on the morning light. Mm-hmm. Well, on the plus side with Rocky Dubs, if you do enjoy it, you, you've, you've got another nine or ten films in the back that you can sink your teeth into. Uh, in the, in the whole Rocky universe. Well, I know I know that doesn't affect the, the first film, but no. that bugs me. Like. I actually watched uh, the Creed 2 and Creed 3 recently because uh, I liked Creed 1. They were actually good. Anyway, I'm, I'm just digressing totally shape. Anyway, Kyle, well, you can well. wrap up now if you want. You give us out to it. Uh, aye, so that's everything. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, can't remember what, what is it you say again. Uh, oh, aye, uh, the morons bid you farewell. Oh, my God. Fucking atrocious. I'm never saying that again. Right. Who picked the, the next two movies because they can do it next time? That would have been brilliant. You can't <laughs> I never noticed that we could actually record it ourselves. Yeah. Right, I've just done it. I'm, I'm going to stop it because I don't, I don't know. Like, Kyle, you there? <laughs> <laughs> Once you've hit it, you can't just unhit it. That's it. You can. Uh, I've just done it. i just unhit it. Well, it's still showing to me that you're recording. Aye, I know, but I, I wasn't even sure if I wouldn't need to, like, send you something on the back. No, I just saved it to the chat. All right, okay. Is this too much responsibility, Sean? Right, hold on, I'll do it again. It says you're recording it here, like. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye. <laughs>